I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Genesis, where we are deadly <laughs> about the Genesis. Yep. Days of deadly past. It's a, it's a deadly start, is what this means. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fatal <laughs> yep. start. <laughs> yep. Hint. Uh, we're learning about the fatal start of the, uh, the giant-sized X-Men, which yes. isn't just all the X-Men, but really big. Uh, which is what I would like. Yeah, that's X Men giant sized, is what you, which is going to yeah. get real confusing as you try to find it in, in Marvel <laughs> Unlimited. <laughs> if every Zah, I am yeah. Nightcrawler. <laughs> <laughs> what if every X Men had the um? What are the particles? The Pym particles injected in themselves. Everybody gets unstable molecules from uh, Reed Richards. Yeah, like him particles aren't, aren't like making the rounds in the Marvel universe because they don't pay the license fee. <laughs> like everyone's, how do, you think, how do you think they afford that fucking building yeah. in New York? That's prime real estate, <laughs> man. <laughs> Tim's a real jerk. He doesn't let the, the rights go. He's yeah. the guy who invented that really dark shade of black. Um, yeah, uh, we're talking about Deadly Genesis mm-hmm. uh, here. We're about halfway through. And uh, yeah, I love uh, looking at this cover here. We got, you know, last issue, uh, Banshee got blowed up. Yep. He was going to go deliver a secret laptop to the X-Men that had secrets about Charles Xavier being a jerk. Yep. Um, on the cover, we got Wolverine kneeling down, holding Banshee, uh, Mark Silvestri, the uh, comics gate shithead doing art. But I love the uh, signatures over the right because it's like Silvestri, then another name. And then do you see that real tiny? It says Steve. Steve. Just a regular font. Yeah. <laughs> Steve. Steve, what is he doing over there? That's um I've always wanted I've always been a type of dude to like like as I was a teenager, I like wanted my signature to be cool. So like I'd mm-hmm. you know, I would practice my signature or whatever because that was the kind of nerd I was. And man, just the the unwavering strength of Steve and just print yep. is that's strong, dude. I love it's that. Extremely strong. Like the spacing between the letters is really even. Mm-hmm. Like Steve it's a, looks extremely powerful. It's an extremely considered Steve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And he's not, he's not credited in the issue. I don't know who Steve, Steve is, uh, what he's doing, even though the letterer letterer is art monkeys, Dave Lamphere. So shout out to the art monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. Do you um, think, do you think like this is just the digital guy? Like the guy who scanned these just like, it was like, Ooh, I'm a little <laughs> Steve like cra- cracked by where as Lord. There's a little like song that. playing as it cracks windows 10 for you. <laughs> cracked by the twisted jester. <laughs> oh man um, um do you want to catch folks up on, w- on what we've been doing for the first two issues of this like we we've, yeah, we've been kind of like yeah. the the x-men are are kind of a weird spot uh, a bunch of mutants are, have died after house of m presser xavier is missing we had some weird space shit happen and then a dude showed up and captured cyclops and uh rachel summers uh mm-hmm. that's and, kind and of that's, that's, that's much, really yeah. it yeah and people, people are, are people are seeing ghosts yeah yeah uh people are seeing ghosts we start off with uh, Wolverine calling Beast to let him know that Banshee blew up. Um, you know he's he's having a hard time with this, and he hears something on the roof. He goes upstairs uh, to see that Sentinels are watching, uh, and the the reveal here is that Wolverine says, "Yeah, it was a Blackbird that rammed into the other jet. It wasn't just a plane." I feel like yeah. Logan has been at this superhero gig for long enough that he should tell Beast the important details first. Like this feels like a 
like I, I like Brubaker a lot as a, as a writer and I to a degree really liked Bendis when I first started reading Bendis but this really feels like a Bendis conversation where you every person has to say two words at each other 14 times before they actually say the sentence of the thing that they're trying to say like yeah I mean like Logan should start out with hey you should get you should be ready like the, the, a blackbird just rammed into a jet and killed Sean I know this is a lot but you need to get the fuck out <laughs> like yeah yeah the characterization is a little bit rough mm-hmm. on Wolverine it's like a gentler Wolverine you know I, I like a much harsher Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, when Beast goes upstairs, he sees Sentinel Squad One, uh, the Sentinel Boys, stopping him from uh, leaving. Uh, yes. You know, coming through and putting them under further house arrest. Um. So you know, on extra house arrest. Yeah. Uh, room Wolverine's arrest. Like, yeah. Room arrest. <laughs> closet arrest. Basement jail. <laughs> um. Wolverine is scared because uh, he thinks that. Uh, Scott and Rachel might've been on one of those, on one of those planes on the blackbird. Yes. Cause they don't know who stole the blackboard. Not yet. Uh, um, we go back over to Rachel and Scott who are, um, been, are basically like hanging on these giant machine plates. Um, mm-hmm. it looks like some metal has just been plastered over their arm. Neither one of them have powers anymore for some reason. Their powers are being blocked, but, uh, Rachel is kind of coming out of her like fugue state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh Vulcan shows up, still not revealed, who is like, Yeah, you know, that's what's happening. It's not like I planned it. You know, you're you are actually coming out of this the way I want you to. You know. Uh he starts kind of like knocking her down, kind of uh torturing her, and Scott obviously has an objection to this, says, Listen, she's just a kid, and he's like, No, we were all kids. You know, again, Ooh. kind of hinting. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, you know, and, and if you don't shut up, I actually will hurt her. Like, that's not my plan. But if you don't shut your mouth, things are going to get like super ugly. And we go back over to the mansion where um, the X-Men have, for some reason, allowed a lot of dudes with guns to come hang out with them. <laughs> like, yep. I mean, did they open Occupy the door and be like, mansion. yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we can, we can fit 15 of you in the in the main foyer, <laughs> right? Come on in. Yep. Um, yeah, due but, to social distancing, we can only have half the army <laughs> in our mansion at once. <laughs> Emma Frost wearing a mask, but just it's not covering her nose because she's just so, yeah. <laughs> she's so fucking stubborn. Damn, Emma. Yeah. Uh, I don't care if you could turn into a diamond. COVID exists. Yes. <laughs> Uh, this is basically the army, the office of national emergencies. And they're basically saying like, Hey, we just saw that you guys commit an act of terrorism. Like you ran one of your super expensive planes into a commercial plane, killing a hundred and killing hundreds of people. Uh, and of course Emma's getting kind of, you know, frustrated with this whole exchange and is, is pushing back, which doesn't help anything. Uh, meanwhile, Havoc is, is looking at this and just kind of wanders off in the middle of it, which I think is very funny for Havoc to do, to be like, ah, all right, I, I see where this is going. I'm not needed here. Yeah. Yeah. They need somebody to debate with the army. That's this doesn't look like strength. a Havoc-shaped hole to me. I'm just going to go yes. find one of those. Uh, and as he goes, he hears Ghost. Uh, he hears the ghost of Xavier talking to Corsair. Yes. Uh, you know, just uh, and, and revealing to Xavier that uh, he's their dad. Yes. You know, uh, and yeah, this is a ghost. This is no good. Um, as he's, uh, doing this, he's doing the get out of my head, get out of my head thing. And Lorna shows up. Yeah. Uh, Lorna doesn't have anything to do at all. And I feel like that's kind of the definition for Lorna in almost every X-Men comic that I've ever read. (laughs) Like the most action I've seen Laura, Lorna do is in that one issue of new X-Men, right? Where she, summons yeah. magnetic ghost or whatever so <clears throat> they they use her as like when they need somebody to be crazy basically mm-hmm. like around the same time was when peter milligan's run on x-men which is really weird and involves a lot of lorna 
losing her mind. Uh, and it's not like particularly good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, Alex is um, like, Hey, is are you seeing stuff? And she's like, no, I don't think so. And he's like, well, I hope, I hope it's not happening to everybody else. And we get like two panels of Iceman being like, I got to run away from Sauron or some weird dinosaur. I can't tell. I can't see what color pants the dinosaur is wearing. So I can't yeah. tell if it's a named <laughs> dinosaur or not. Uh, yeah. And then what I think is Colossus being like, yeah, taken yeah, to the red room or whatever. I don't remember enough. Cor- Colossus cornered history. by some, yeah, some, some government, uh, yeah. some Soviet goons. And then we see Vulcan with his hand still on Rachel's head, obviously like using her powers to project these images. Yes, he's doing it. Um, we go back to arguing with the army and they're basically saying like, uh, no, the blackbird was stolen. We're trying to figure out <laughs> where it was. And the army dude is, is rightfully like, you mean to tell me that the X-Men just let their jacket stolen? <laughs> you know, it's ridiculous, Gary. Yeah. Th- this is very procedural because then Kitty pops in and goes, I know what the problem is. I alerted the local authorities, but they haven't contacted you yet. <laughs> it's like a very chain of command. Like, Got you on know, a technicality. Like the, the, the X-Men are on the phone with unemployment, like trying to work it out. Like it's, 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 it's very non X-Men. No, you don't understand. My income level means I need four cars a month and you've only delivered three. Yeah. Well, this car, I, I understand that this certificate is redeemable for one bonus car or rollover car per month, but that doesn't count. I need a car stimulus. Um, it is, this is a very funny page. Uh, you this report i i sent in report what report i, I filed it yesterday morning i am fascinated in with the law just fascinated with the idea of um you know her like who did she call like is there a special number mm-hmm. like the logistics of this is mind-boggling the, the, to the me sheriff. Of like, yeah like does you know? does the does the blackbird have a vin <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah i'd like to report a vehicle stolen okay what's the make and model of your car well like it's a <laughs> Excellent stealth Bird. bomber that we keep <laughs> under the basketball court. Yeah, uh, uh, it's a it's a Xavier two thousand. So we, we from here we go outside, and the Sentinels are like just hanging out and staring at the X Men. Um, and the X Men are obviously very concerned of what's what's happening. And there's just a lot of like back and forth at this thing. Um, and that's when we kind of realize like, oh, there's been people digging in my head, and I, I think it's Rachel. This is when Emma reveals that. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Uh, so explaining uh, the ghost, we cut back over to Nightcrawler and Wolverine who are doing rescue on this crashed jet. Um, you know, a bunch of government people showed up as well because obviously because a Blackbird did it. Uh, and they uh, kind of sneak around them, check out the jet and do like a stealth mission uh, to take out these guards and get the cargo. Yeah, this the damaged laptop. You mentioned the word procedural earlier, and that's what g- genuinely what this felt about like to me when I was reading it is just like, oh, like we we need to have like Wolverine and and Nightcrawler do something, and and Wolverine we have to have like the page where Wolverine jumps at people with his claws out, but just disables them. He doesn't actually kill them because we're we're yeah. safe Wolverine right now. <laughs> like I just felt very rote like to have this little section when all we're doing is literally getting a box that you know they should have made the whole plane out of, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it it's a, like you know this is wrap up thoughts for the whole arc, but this is 1000% one issue too long, you know, as a thing like this, this issue, not a whole lot happens. Yeah. Like deadly Genesis three is not great. It's the macro plot of this is still interesting. Like what's on that laptop is cool. Yes. Uh, but the like, get the laptop, argue with the police X-Men are not like necessarily what I'm here for. <laughs> like the, this, this version of the X-Men is like very grounded and very like passive X-Men. 
Yeah. You know, who just kind of let things happen to them is very strange. Um, you know? also, I feel like Nightcrawler would have teleported up to that jet. Yeah. You know? And just maybe what teleported the jet. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> that would have been you rad. Know, just, it's, everybody hangs around and watches bad things happen in the sex men. Um, yeah. It is a bummer that when they find the case, they also find the dead body of Sean Cassidy. Like, they have to deal with that particular thing, which, like, that's a bummer. <laughs> like, and he came yeah, through, like, yeah. kind of intact, but he's still, like, a little fucked up. Well, he's dead. Like, he's certainly dead. Like, his body isn't, like, missed or anything, but he, they find him in the, uh, in the Blackbird. Like, he had, uh, busted through the windshield or whatever to, to try to stop it. You know, and they, they mentioned, it's like, hey, this was his last, you know, last act. Like, he was trying to slow us down, trying to save lives. Like, he died a hero, basically. Yeah. Um, they look and they're trying to find somebody else who drove it and they're not finding anyone who drove it. They're seeing that, you know, no Scott, no Rachel is here. It was being driven by a remote. Yeah. Um, speaking of Scott and Rachel, uh, Vulcan is done with Rachel and she kind of collapses. And then we have what, I don't know what this face is, Gary. This is, Mm -hmm. this is Mm -hmm. bad. Her, her like downstairs face is going a different direction than her upstairs face. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a Simpsons, like in the first season where they would do those like twister, they're called yeah. twister mouths mm-hmm. you know it looks like that like he's just somebody has laid a finger on marvel girl's butterfinger so she's she's gotta like get girl cranky it's a really bad drawing like trevor harsine is such an interesting artist because he's so clearly uh aping you know uh john cassidy the the planetary guy but he's quicker and and he's good when you have to just kind of take a still image from a distance you know mm-hmm. but every once in a while his faces or things fuck up like also take a look at uh vulcan's hand here on the top of this panel okay yeah that, that thumb look normal to you i mean i'm trying looks to like it's coming out of the middle of his palm to me yeah i'm trying to like that's his right hand yeah it definitely does not look normal to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i'm trying to and make it, my hand do that and it hurts just leave the thumb off and it would have been fine. Yeah. You know, it just, it, it's a, just a little too rushed. Like if you feel like Trevor Harsine, like if he had a little bit more time, you know, or took a little bit more time, mm-hmm. you know, cause this, this was a, a, not a widely delayed book or anything, you know, like John Cassidy books tend to be, um, she calls him a, a mind raping son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he backhands her. Uh, for yep. this and there's like Vulcan it's a shitty villain where Scott's like you said you wouldn't hurt her and he's like she started it <laughs> wow like, well I mean I guess she, he is at like a fro- yeah. he's like a teenager at this point right right yeah, <laughs> like yeah. he's got the mental like he, capacity of a teenager <laughs> yeah his his aging and stuff is is very uh kind of hard to, he's at a rough childhood for sure um also like I don't know what it is anytime that they do that Scott doesn't have his visor thing and he has his he has his eyes open he just looks like such like a normal dude that I have no like yeah I, he just looks like a, a just an angry dude right here. Um, yeah, he needs the visor. Really puts yeah. completes the face or glasses. Jeez. Uh, I mean, we switch back over to Wolverine and Nightcrawler, who you know do some bamfing and then eventually find uh, the package that he is helpful. Sean helpfully labeled Muir Islands on the outside, which I <laughs> can appreciate. Um, but might as well just say to Wolverine from Sean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And we come back over to Rachel and Scott who were having a conversation and he's like, yeah, you, you, you fought back. She's having trouble remembering it. And he's like, well, I think I'd, I remembered something else. And she says that Vulcan had some sort of contact with the professor. Like he had a mental link with him, um, like that he had trained with the professor. 
Um, yeah. And, it, and, and Scott seems very surprised by that as if there aren't 18 different X-Men teams. <laughs> like, you, I, I know Scott's pretty plugged in, but like, do you think he knows every single X-Man that's ever been right? This is, this is him learning that he doesn't previous to this. He was like, I really thought I knew some shit. Um, the, uh, we cut back over to Wolverine, uh, and beast doing a hard drive recovery on this laptop. Beast has managed to kind of put it together a little bit and sees, uh, Mario McTaggart crying in this, uh, video diary, uh, talking about, you know, Charles Xavier being a total and utter bastard. Um, he came to me to save his X-Men when they were missing and help me. I gave him my children. They were just children and he killed them all. Uh Oh, uh, yep. And, uh, beast goes, no, and that's the end of the issue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm sure that's supposed to be a dramatic no but not just like no 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 <laughs> no like do you want some milk yeah. no i'm good no I'm good <laughs> no yeah nah. no i'm good good no milk at the um, uh end of the issue we're going to be introduced to sway um mm-hmm. I, the most inappropriately named superhero for some time <laughs> i believe um and I, there's a spot in this where like she, they describe her powers as making time sway and it does the comic book thing where it's like bolded in italics and i'm like i get it I get it, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. I, it's still a also bad name. name. <laughs> like, might as well yeah. call her Time Freeze. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> That's probably a Flash I, villain, though, right? Like, Flash I, is I definitely fought every, Time Freeze. <laughs> he's definitely well between like Captain Cold and uh, his like time thing. Yeah. The, um, I feel like time travel mutants. Uh, there's a member of the Mutant Liberation Front named Tempo, mm-hmm. which is a really good name for a time uh, compressing mutant who basically has these powers. And I'm sure that they really hate that they blew it on a member of the. Uh, the mutant liberation front. Yeah. They just want to redeem it for his name. Forearm. (laughs) Yeah. Like they, this tempo needs to retire the name so they can use it instead of sway. Uh, basically sway failed to save her parents, but saved herself from a drive by. Um, and then, uh, her powers are also very convenient because it's not just like slowing down time. She can also see time replay itself Mm -hmm. and create ghosts. So these backup strips are explaining elements of things that we've seen. In, in the episode. So the first one we had Petra Petra's powers, you know, with the jet being grabbed by the stone hand, this one, she can uh, see visions of the past. And notably at the, in the last two issues of these or the last two characters we were introduced to, they just said that they were going to go with somebody to go somewhere. And this one, Moira Metagard actually shows up and it's like, Hey, have you ever heard of the X-Men? Um, yeah. So now we know that like, we kind of have a pretty good idea of what's happening and why they're showing us this. And that's the, uh, that's the end of the issue. It is. That's deadly Genesis number three. Not a lot happens. No, they found a case. <laughs> you know? They, they found Sean Cassidy's body and they were like, going to go deal with this later. Unless there was like an off screen of him. You think Nightcrawler just teleported that to the local, like <laughs> morgue. <laughs> <The> morgue. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like dude, I mean, seriously, if the cops found an actual X-Man in that plane, like that would be bad news. Like that, then it's not just stolen. Then the X-Men actually did, you know what? We're not going to worry. Yeah. About it yeah. 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 I know. I, I think they do teleport him out because they have the funeral, uh, in the next issue or the one after that. How many yeah, the funeral soon? How many graves and yeah. on the, in the X-Mansion property actually have bodies in them, Gary? Come on. Well, well and <laughs> the other thing too is like Sentinels, like imagine being at the funeral and delivering the eulogy and then just like over your shoulder, there's like six Sentinels just staring at you. Oh, watching it and you had to lie and say he wasn't in the jet you know like must must be how it uh, feels to be like a uh like the son of a cold war spy when like you're just over there like your dad yeah. died and you look back and there's like six beautiful like old women <laughs> just <laughs> waiting there in a line and you're like wait a minute what uh, uh, octogenarian pussy Ooh. instead of octopussy 
yeah, yeah. absolutely um well thank you everybody for listening uh this i think you know this is this has been a good run so far even though it's been um like this issue was kind of a, a lull in the middle um i still enjoying what we're doing here i still like what this is going um but yeah we appreciate you listening if you want to support the show patreon.com slash if you don't want to support the show you should just tell your friends about it and how great it is uh, that won't help us at all yeah. so that's the best way to show that you don't like if us. you don't want to support that spite us through patreon spite us really send us a really funny amount of money like 69 dollars <laughs> <laughs> that'll yeah. really tr- that'll really four dollars and twenty cents a day whatever that works out to <laughs> you can actually do annual payments on patreon now have you seen this uh, i've seen it uh they they keep saying like to, to hook it up it sounds like a way to like get a big cash influx yeah to me and and that's not a couple like somebody asked it whether we were going to do it and you and cole haven't really talked about it but i'm like i you know i don't want all of my money for the year up front yeah, I you know? either. Like, I, I want that. I, I want that recurring income. Like I, yeah, yeah, I need recurring income. So we might start it as an option because, like, if enough patrons ask for it, but we're not chomping at the bit for it. Yeah, I just thought someone it would be really, you know, if you were talking about funny numbers, you could do like four hundred twenty dollars and sixty nine cents a year, and that would really show yeah, us that yeah. you hate Days of Future Cast. <laughs> so. Yeah, fuck us up. It would fuck us up, fam. Fuck us up, uh, fam. The new sign off to the Days of Future Cast. <laughs> fuck us up, fam. Until next time, fuck us up, fam. <laughs>